0: Somewhere in Northeast Indiana, Mike Davidson lives. And now your host of the podcast, Mike Davidson. Well, yes, thank you very much, Mr. Rob Ropes. me, Mike, this is Mike Davidson lives. Thanks for downloading the latest go around here. Uh, we hang out for about half an hour or so. Thanks for uh, dialing me up and just doing what you do appreciate it, as always. And um, if, you, if you've taken a look at the Facebook page, um, which is where I do primarily most of my uh, communication, uh, you'll see posted at the top of the page an apology and basically new ground rules for the Facebook page. If uh, somebody is harassing me or you, anybody on, and I'm not talking about arguments here. Uh, if, if somebody is genuinely just there for chaos and to tear someone down they get blocked they get reported enough said and if they're harassing you uh, you do the same you block and uh, report them block them from your account and then let me know and I'll do likewise because uh, we had an incident that I did not handle well over the last couple of days um, involving somebody who didn't take kindly to what I said on another page where I was commenting about uh, obsessive pop culture fans and how they feel that they're owed, and how they feel that uh, actors and actresses and singers—I mean, it's, yes, you you want those performers to appreciate their fans, but fan pages almost give off this vibe like they expect the uh, the artist in question to be a deity, right? Um, and the older you get you realize yeah they might be more rich and famous than you uh, but they're also people and very fallible like you and me and it's probably one of the few things that they have in common with us is the fact that they're flawed individuals and they're not gods and goddesses and uh, this person attacked me attacked others and somebody was actually threatened their family was threatened by this person and when i saw the uh the screenshot message that this person sent me in regards to this person that crashed the page and the threats that they were being issued against themselves against uh their family their kids i went cold i mean i i i I still genuinely feel bad about it. i shouldn't have engaged this troll shouldn't have encouraged him uh, because there are two types of people in the world: those who uh, have have restrictions, who do respect boundaries, and those who don't give a flying f. And so you can't school somebody that doesn't give a flying f. And in fact, they're some of the most dangerous people out there. So this person has been reported, in banned, and I pledge to block and report anybody that does this to the page again or to you again but yeah and i kept thinking about this today because again i feel bad um this person that did it i mean have they done this to other pages before is this a burner account is this somebody just in another country that started up a, a fake account just to f with people i don't know um but it's, it's hard to wrap your brain around it. Wrap your brain around the fact that somebody like this could, in fact, exist and thinks it's funny to say these things. It's, uh, it's a crazy world we live in, but um, I encourage you to still stick around and make comments and, uh, you know, debate and make jokes. But just, you know, respect the personal boundaries. Don't go after people's families. Don't do what this person did, if this indeed is a person. All right, so um, so speaking of pop culture, lighten things up, because I do have quite a bit here to talk about. Um, Just to prove um, how I was right about one thing, a couple things here. Uh, Barbie, you know, everybody was talking about how this was going to be a big blockbuster this summer, and I kept telling people, well, you got to wait until the second weekend to really know that, the drop off how much of a drop off is there for Barbie? Because if it's uh, it's like Ant-Man, Ant-Man 3 and it craters in the second weekend, uh, yeah, so much for that first weekend. And in the first weekend, Barbie made $155, well over $150 million. It made $90 million this weekend. And I think it's a $500 million globally. So it is a bonafide hit for Warner Brothers. despite some of the criticisms, and I, I can't really say I'm uh, going to go in and watch it, but, I mean, it is a hit, and that second weekend proves it. That's that's the t- tail of the tape there. You look at the second weekend, and if uh, it doesn't have a whole hell of a lot of people avoiding that theater, it's great. Uh, same can be said for Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer opened uh, up with a surprisingly 80 million here stateside last weekend. I think it was like... Forty-five or fifty million, I think it's forty-five million uh, this weekend, and uh, it is it is in its own right a hit because it has made twice its budget. It's not going to bomb, <laughs> uh, and it proves that people really do appreciate what Christopher Nolan brings to the screen. He's done more good than harm for Hollywood. Um, so much so that IMAX is extending its run of Oppenheimer films. Uh, on the on their bigger batter screeners screens and uh, again it's just a testament to you know what nolan can do he made a movie a three-hour movie about a physicist a nuclear physicist a scientist into a spectacle and told a story so uh congrats to him i mean and i find it just amazing that two movies one about a plastic doll and one about a nuclear physicist is running laps around disney disney cannot get out of its own effing way um did you did you know anybody that went and saw the haunted mansion this past weekend few did it barely made 25 million dollars at the box office and uh, it looks like it's another disney bomb it's been a real bad year for disney Um, But I'm trying to figure out who this is the same boardroom that's saying, "Okay, go and reboot every animated movie we ever did live and update it for a modern audience. Here they decided, "Okay, you know, that haunted movie we did with Eddie Murphy, you know, 20 years ago, based on one of our rides. Let's reboot that and see if it does as well. And it didn't funny thing is is uh, it was New York Times is saying that uh, some of the reason why this movie didn't do so well is because the actors are on strike and uh, not out promoting the movie. Oh, is that it um, because the strike started pretty much uh, the week leading into Barbenheimer and those movies seem to be doing a okay for themselves. I mean you, there's only like a week's difference in terms of prep time for for the movies. Uh, I just, I did, I forgot this movie was going to happen until about two weeks ago when I started seeing previews and ads for it online. I was just like, why are they doing this again? And I was like, oh yeah, it's Disney. Again, they can't get out of their way. There's nothing creative, nothing fresh with these guys. And then, um, Secret Invasion on Disney Plus, another Marvel show, and, uh, it has not been well received uh, a lot of fans have griped about this I did not watch it I read the spoilers and I'm glad I did not watch it because I would have been frustrated and pissed off about this uh, this move uh, the show but um, I guess I, the final episode which aired this past week got like a freshness rating on Rotten Tomatoes well okay you have to have 60% or a freshness, to be fresh. I mean, anything under that is rotten, okay? Secret Invasion Episode 6 had a freshness level of 8%. That's abysmal. And uh, this this ranks right down there with uh, the Helen Slater Supergirl movie, uh, Catwoman starring Halle Berry. Like, these are genuine... Uh, ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. It's right down there. The only, uh, comic book based property that's worse than the last of the Secret Invasion series would be Son of Mask. Remember that? You probably don't because it was, uh, it was like one of those movies that they dump at the beginning of the year just because, uh, there's no way in hell it's going to make any money. (laughs) That's what they did with that one. There was no Jim Carrey, so there's no way in hell it was going to make any bank on it. But, uh, what One of the plot lines in this show, Secret Invasion, was basically retconning a character. The character that you had seen in both Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame was not that real character. Um, I'm going to spare you the spoilers just in case you want to jump in and watch it, but... This, this character, I mean, had a, a pretty decent impact in those movies, not, not like Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans' impact, but I mean, uh, this person could be counted on in a fight, and a lot of those emotional scenes in that movie, in those two movies, lose their punch when you realize that this isn't the real genuine article of a character, it's an imposter, basically, and the real character has been in a coma for like years now. And it's so comic bookish. It's bad. I mean, MCU. I mean, despite all of its, uh, you know, quirky dialogue and crap. I mean, it, it was supposed to be a, a bit more of a serious approach to comic book movies. Like you're supposed to take these things serious as entertainment. And it's now become kind of this weird Joel Schumacher, Shaq is steel kind of territory. It's bad. But I mean, it reminds. But it's very comic booky because it reminds me of several other things similar in nature, like uh, oh, Captain America, he was always a Hydra agent, or oh um, Iron Man, he was always a spy for Kang the Conqueror or uh, Spider-Man he wasn't the real Peter Parker, it was Ben Riley. this is a clone like they did these storylines before in the comic books which uh, rendered decades of storytelling moot and pointless because the character you were invested in was a phony, was a fraud, was not who they said they were. And of course they had to go and uh, redo those storylines cuz fans hated it. And now MCU, the people in charge at Disney are doing the same thing with their own properties. They're doing the same things with movies that were successful and lauded. Now they're just pissing right all over them, man. It's pretty bad. It's pretty freaking bad and it, it's heartbreaking. Uh, for a uh, comic book nerd like me to see that happen, but uh, there you have it. Disney screwing up on both the Haunted Mansion this weekend and Secret Invasion. Hell of a job you're doing there, Bob Iger. Uh, a lot of people on the picket lines of the uh, Hollywood strike, what the writers and actors don't really care for Bob, um, but th- they're still writers and actors, and they live in a bubble that's a little more uh, diluted than. The environment you and I live in day to day. I I saw the Disney heiress, uh, I'm forgetting her name, drawing a blank on her name. She was bitching about how um, Bob Iger was making all these millions and millions of dollars. And she has a net worth well over $125 million. Uh, In in the French Revolution, even if she was for the common people, she would still be one of the first to the guillotine is what I'm saying. Um, But uh, right now she's being lauded for attack and another rich person but uh, because of the writers striking the actors striking uh, nobody's doing anything in hollywood good news the emmys well this is partial good news the emmys have been postponed for this year not outright canceled mind you just postponed so that's partial good news it's been moved to january because uh, they had a deadline if the the strikes continue um, past a certain point we have to move it um but it begs the question i mean Does anybody care? Is anybody like stoked to watch this award show? Is anybody ever stoked to watch an award show? I say, you know, if you're going to do an award show, do it off camera, you know, give out the awards at a fancy dinner, have them make their own little uh, soapboxes, speeches to themselves, and post the results online. But for some odd reason, you know, the industry wants to show itself off, be it television, film, music, whatever. But uh, the Emmys are postponed because of the strike. Not that I'm really, you know, crying about it, but uh, a lot of movies are being shuffled as well. I think uh, they're talking about how, uh, going back to Disney, uh, the Marvels, uh, the next MCU movie, might be pushed into next year because of this. And, by the way, uh <laughs> Uh, going back to IMAX, uh, the Marvels not going to be shown on IMAX screens. They're going to IMAX is opting to go with Dune, so that's a blow to uh, Bob Iger, Kevin Feige, and everybody over there. Uh, but yeah, all these movies are getting moved around because of it. And I've said this before. I get where the actors and writers are coming from. You don't want AI to take to take over in the creative process because I still say some of the best art all the art that we've ever seen that's been great has been by human minds human hands the problem here is the content and the artists that are so stuck in that bubble they don't realize what their audiences want and they don't know how to relate to those audiences I have a hard time believing that a machine is going to relate to an audience as well or a software algorithm Um, it's just it, it, that sounds like a bean counter mentality to me, but there's also this unrealistic expectation among writers and actors to cash in on that streaming revenue. There is very little streaming revenue, and I've been hammering this. Yeah, there's rich people uh, in Disney and Netflix and everything, but how many shows have been canceled uh, because they're not making that money back in terms of uh, subscription services and everything? Uh, you know, how many shows have been canceled, outright pulled from this, it's astounding. And now they want a part a piece of that pie. Uh, Robert Carradine, you remember from Revenge of the Nerds, he was in um, uh, the Lizzie McGuire show on Disney. Uh, he recently posted a residual check that he got from the show. And he got, I think this is from a couple years ago, but he posted it this weekend as the reason why they strike... Disney sent him a check, wasted money on this check for zero dollars and zero zero cents. So he's not getting any residuals because, well, Lizzie McGuire's not being shown on Disney anymore. And if it's available on Disney Plus, I mean how do you get an accurate how do you get an accurate amount in terms of money? from streaming shows because disney's notorious for hiding streaming numbers right um and how much of a show has to be streamed to be considered a full run i mean does if if a show is pushed for play for like five seconds and they're not into it uh is it the same as streaming a show for half an hour and this is also a 20 year old kids show uh should you really be you know, should you really be concerned about this, or should you be out concerned fighting more work, which none of these guys are doing? Um, there, there just seems to be, there seems to be a very unrealistic expectation. Like this body of work is always going to get me, give me money, uh, when in itself has a very short shelf life. And Lizzie McGuire really hasn't been a thing in pop culture. For what, goddamn, 15 years now? And that was a kid's show. Kids move on. Uh, you know, unlike Hollywood actors. But the strike continues. People are bitching about pay. Uh, I guess uh, we, the guy that played Stifler, uh Sean Williams Scott, uh, I think he was on a podcast recently, and he was talking about how, like, uh, with American Pie, even as he was filming that, he still had to... Uh, Supplement his income by working at the Los Angeles Zoo and for the movie. He only made eight thousand dollars I guess it's trying to be played up as something shocking here, but prior to American Pie Have you ever heard of Sean William Scott and the answer would be no he he wasn't even part of the main cast He was the antagonist He was the villain of the movie and he just kind of stole the show and so it was always assumed that he was like a star But he was nobody uh, prior to this. And he's since made a lot more money than $8,000. It's really hard for me to feel sorry for somebody uh, that makes $8,000. I mean, it would be shocking if Marlon Brando only got paid $8,000 to do The Godfather. Uh, I made this post on uh, the Mike Davidson Facebook page, and somebody uh, told me that John C. McGinley, who uh, would later on go do Scrubs, he was in Platoon. And I guess for that movie, he only got paid $1,300. And it went through training and did the movie anyway. And that's a far better movie than American Pie. Uh, and, of course, we were talking about the performances of Tom Berenger and Willem Dafoe in that movie. It's it's, it's a great movie. Uh, and, and those are the... By the way, those are the uh, interactions I like on the page. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. Uh, but, yeah, I think, I think Stifler's going to be A-OK. All right. Um, people... Oh, before I get into this uh, As unfortunate as it is Sinead O'Connor passing away this past week Cancel culture is rearing its ugly head again And this time We're supposed to get pissed off at Joe Pesci Uh, For those who don't remember uh, Sinead O'Connor Back on Saturday Night Live During a music performance Held up a picture of the Pope And said fight the real enemy And tore it up which is pretty controversial, and I think that was the wrong way to go. And I'm not even a Catholic, and I'm God, holy crap, what is she doing? The following week, Joe Pesci was the host of Saturday Night Live. Now, this is around the time you know he was big for things like My Cousin Vinny, Home Alone, and he had won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in Goodfellas not too long before. And he made some comment during the um, the opening monologue. Because there's a lot of Catholics that were pissed off across the country. They were pissed. And Joe Pesci, he's an Italian-American, was pissed. And he said, "Yeah, she did that. If I were here, I would, I would have slapped her on the back of the head and got hoots and hollers and laughs and everything. Now that clip has resurfaced and we're supposed to be pissed off about Joe Pesci being pissed off that somebody disrespected his culture. Yeah, um, no, that's not going to fly. Um, and again, it's it's tragic that Senator Connors no longer with us. Um, but I disagreed with her on that. I don't think Joe Pesci was going to really hit her. And good luck to anybody that's going to try to get us to cancel an eighty-year-old comedian, uh, not comedian, an eighty-year-old actor who is basically retired anyway. I mean, Joe- Martin Scorsese had to beg him to do The Irishman recently. Joe Pesci hasn't really. I don't think he's done anything. Well, no, he did that one thing with Pete Davidson, and that I don't even know the name of that because it's got Pete Dav- Davidson in it. But uh, yeah, good luck canceling Joe Pesci. I think I think he's going to be okay, given his body of work. But uh, going back to music here, as I got sidetracked, <laughs> uh, people are still throwing shit at concerts, and I think uh, recently it was Cardi B. She was on stage, and somebody threw liquid at her. And I'm not the world's biggest Cardi B fan, but to show that I'm a, not a big Cardi B fan, I tend to not buy tickets to go to her shows. I don't go out of my way to harass her. That seems to be a bad thing to do, harass people. Uh, but, but this is it's such a stupid trend. I mean, why would you go to a show just to throw crap at performers you paid money to see? What are you trying to prove here? Are you trying... To, do you think everyone around you is looking at you like you're the star of your own YouTube channel? And by the way, that should be now the new terminology. Not like, oh, you think the sun revolves around you, the earth revolves around you, the universe... You're the center... of it. No, no. You think you're the star of your own YouTube channel. I think that's, uh, that's the way to go. I think that's why people are throwing shit at performers as they're doing stuff that could be dangerous man um if you're going to a show you you go there to enjoy it much like i am here in about a month or so uh, yeah here about uh september 5th uh smashing pumpkins come to Ruoff down in uh, noblesville we'll be singing that with a buddy and uh i'm looking forward to it uh the, the last time i saw smashing pumpkins uh, was a long time ago, and I was really hammered to the point where I didn't care. I was drinking $8 beers, and I didn't care that I was spilling $8 beers. But, yeah, I was really wasted. I don't think that's going to happen now because, A, I've cut down on my drinking, and B, um, I'm too much of a freaking cheap skin. I think beer, last concert I went to there, I went and saw Beck and Cage the Elephant. I think that was, um... Uh, for a can of beer at Ruloff. That's highway robbery. Anyway, uh, Smashing Pumpkins coming to Noblesville. Looking forward to the show. I will be mostly sober for that. Uh, But Billy Corgan was talking about um, his band's legacy. And he says, in a way, I'm kind of a trailblazer. I just wish more people would recognize that. And... You know, Siamese Dream is an awesome album. Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, very ambitious. I mean, Smashing Pumpkins were a great band back in the '90s uh, when they were firing on all cylinders. One of the best. Can't take that away from them. But Billy, baby, booby, please, please, tone it down, man. I think he's. I think he's pretty oblivious when it comes to himself. I think that's a fair assessment, but uh, I am looking for the show. I just hope he doesn't spend too much time on the microphone or anything. Okay, um, I think I want to table the uh, Jim Ursay Jonathan Taylor saga. I'm going to wait until ne- uh, next episode for that. You know, it's a Colts rant. I'm a Colts fan, and there's a lot I have to really get into with this. But I've got one prevailing feel, uh, theory. That's kind of the hook for uh, for any uh, football fans listening we'll talk more about that next episode but I, I wanted to get more into elon musk and uh his rebranding of twitter because it's taken a very surprising turn well not surprising i shouldn't say that it's taken an interesting turn I, I i've said this before i'm not a big fan of the rebrand just because we know what twitter is we know what tweets are yes under the old management it, it sucked because they would censor anything that you know you they didn't agree with elon seems to be a bit better about that stuff but it's the brand man x i don't know i'm xing you something oh i xed something out over the weekend it it, it just doesn't have that thing but uh he's rebranding the building the headquarters in san francisco and he's taking down the old twitter sign City officials, I think this is because some citizens were bitching about it, They're actually going to investigate the giant X that Elon Musk has put on top of the building in regards to the rebrand. That's what's got people in San Francisco upset is because this thing might be a building code violation. You... You've got heroin needles in the park. People defecating on sidewalks. Stores leaving left and right from the downtown area because they can't make any money. <clears throat> because they're tired of dealing with all the uh, loss prevention and, uh, and uh, loitering. And I'm trying to keep this as clean as possible. Basically, Elon Musk is the problem to people in San Francisco. And that is a sad way to think. I mean, it's one thing to criticize... Yeah, like I am, the rebrand, I just don't get it. But in the grand scheme of things, if if just say in some alternate universe where everything was the same except I was living in San Francisco, I'd be less concerned about the freaking X being on top of the building because there's a lot of crap going on ground level that just doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. Oh, By the way, the uh, automated Kroger that i alluded to last podcast that's in tennessee all automated self-checkout and we also got whole foods as i mentioned before doing uh the hand scan yes you were a conspiracy theorist five years ago weren't you (laughs) all right uh this next story uh wrapping it up a couple more things here cdc if this is true take it with a grain of salt because it's the cdc I'm sure you've heard about uh, the the food allergy that happens if a tick bites you, there's a possibility you might develop an allergy to eating red meat, which would suck beyond comparison for me because I do like a good steak. I do like a good burger. They're saying up to 460 million people, or no, not, I'm sorry, that's a lot, 460,000 people, not 460 million, that's too much. Uh, 460,000 is still a pretty good chunk of people, though. Uh, up to that many may, in fact, be infected with this and not know it. They may have a red meat allergy due to this tick. Ugh. Okay, so I, I this alone does not sell me on eating bugs. Because I know that's kind of the trend right now. And I'm sure conspiracy theorists can uh, fill you in. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You're not selling me on eating bugs because, I mean, okay, yeah, if you're eating bugs, you wouldn't have to worry about red meat. But, I mean, what else is this tick carrying? What else would a grasshopper or a cricket or a cockroach or whatever, locust, what else would they be carrying that we don't know about? Yeah, go and eat the bugs, right? No, thank you. I think I'll stay indoors where uh, my, my bug risk is low and meat consumption is high. Okay, so Mega Millions update. It is well over a billion dollars the jackpot. The uh, drawing is, in fact, uh, this week. Uh, coming up Monday night or Tuesday night. I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to delude myself and buy a ticket because I won't be disappointed. But you get to keep 520 million of that jackpot if you win it outright. That's a lot of money not going to you. And that's not including the taxes. Yeah. So, good luck. You, you might get to keep a little bit of that hard-earned money. Finally, Gay manatee incest down in Florida. I have this linked up on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. I saw this. I was a guest. I felt sick looking at this. Apparently, a 38-year-old manatee died in captivity after being repeatedly uh, loved on by his brother. These are manatees. I, I guess he was basically... Uh, coitus to death, and I'm thinking to myself, why didn't the employees separate the two? I mean, is it really that boring an aquarium? God, God help us all. All right, with uh, all that said done, I'm done. till next time, stay fresh, You've been listening to Mike Davidson Live. Be sure to check him out on social media. Like him at facebook.com backslash Davidson Follow him on Twitter. Look for at Davidson Live.